Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it, you know what I'm saying? Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Daddy Monday. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? It must be that uh, <laughs> David Bowie song. Jiggy Blake Guitar Jeff. It's a great day, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my trick shots there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to our. Next edition of the world-famous Shiggy Jaguar radio broadcast, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and, of course, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well, and, of course, get a hold of us on the Facebook, yes, the Facebook you can download our app, by the way, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information, all available on our fantastic app. And uh, today, we are going to do our usual thing that we do each and every... Uh, I guess you would say once a year. Once a year, they do this thing called the Talkers 100. Now, what the hell is the Talkers 100? Well, Talk Talkers Magazine puts out a 100 list of folks in radio. It's called the Heavy 100, the 100 most important radio talk show hosts in the history of the business. Not in the history of the business, but right now. And uh, each and every year, I bash <laughs> the 100 folks that are on this list. Now, uh, as, as Casey Kasem would say, we're not going to stop till we reach the top. We are going to start at the bottom of the list. Now, most people would start at the top of the list. Most people would be like, oh. Where does Alex Jones rank? Where does Rush Limbaugh rank? Where do these people rank? Well, we are going to do that. We are going to start with the bottom. We're going to go straight to number 100. And uh, that's how we're going to do this. We do this every year. It's kind of our way of basically telling the radio industry to kiss our ass. Um, number 100 on this list, and I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
change the schematics on here so I can make sure that I can fit everybody into the frame. Look at that. Look at that. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Bill Spadia. As you can see on the screen. Who the hell is Bill Spadia? WKXW Trenton. What the hell's a Bill Spadia? I don't even know where a Bill Spadia works. Oh, he works at WKXW. That's where he works. As we go up on the list, number 99, Dave Ellswick from KHTE in Little Rock. He looks like Cotton from King of the Hill. I, I I don't know. I don't know what a Dave Ellswick is. I don't even know where a Dave Ellswick works. Number 98, Tom Becca. I've heard of Tom Becca. I've listened to Tom Becca. I'm a fan of Tom Becca. KCMO AM in Kansas City. Tom Becca. I don't really have anything nasty to say about the guy. Chad Benson from Radio America. Who? Number 96, Steve Dace from CRTV. Uh, We've interviewed Steve Dace on this radio broadcast before. I enjoy Steve Dace. I don't really have a bad thing to say about Steve Dace. Now, Joe Walsh checks in at number 95. Joe Walsh from the Salem Radio Network. Joe Walsh, not to be confused with the rock star Joe Walsh or the football coach Joe Walsh. Um, I just really don't have anything to say about the guy. Now, number 94, Mr. Mike Calta. Oh, Mr. Mike Calta. Cowhead. From WHPT in Tampa. He is the guy that replaced Bubba the Love Sponge. Bubba the Love Sponge. That guy. He replaced Bubba. What 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 happened to my mic here? What happened to my mic here? What happened to my headphones? I can barely hear myself. What the hell's going on here? Uh, well, that's fine. Turn my headphones up. Mike Cal to Cowhead. So, uh, I've listened to Cowhead a few times. I think he's mildly funny. Uh, I think he should have been higher on the list, personally. But uh, he checks in at number 94. Jeff Wagner. From WTMJ in Milwaukee. Who is Jeff Wagner? That's the question. See, this is the Talkers Magazine 2017 Heavy 100. The most important 100 radio talk show hosts in America. I don't know why Jeff Wagner's on this list. Leslie Marshall checks in at number 92. I don't really have anything bad to say about Leslie Marshall, 
But I don't have anything good to say about Leslie Marshall. But she checks in here on this list. Uh, number 91, David Webb from Sirius XM. Say it with me now. Who? Who is David Webb? I don't... E- I'm not going to use that line again. Who is David Webb? That's my question. But if he hears this, he's going to be like, Who's Jiggy Jag? That's my question. Well, download our app, David Webb, at JiggyJaguar.us, and then you'll find out just exactly who I am. Yeah. Oh. Number 90 is Brian Joyce from WYAW and WGOW in Atlanta and Chattanooga, respectively. How do you make this list? How does he end up on this list? I don't know who he is. Number 89, Michael Brown from KHOW in Denver. I just like saying the call letters. That's my favorite part of this. Um, Never heard of Michael Brown. He looks like a swell fellow. That's it. Uh, number number 88. John D. Petro from WADK in Newport, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. I'm not exactly sure who he is. Um, he looks like a young... Danny Bonaducci, maybe? I don't know. Number 87, John Hancock. WBT AM FM in Charlotte. Mr. Signature himself, John Hancock. I like it, John Hancock. The former president doesn't look like he's aged well. Actually, the former president looks like he's... Was John Hancock ever president? I don't know, but I don't think John Hancock was ever president. I don't think there was a President Hancock. Well, either way. Uh, Number 86, Rick Edelman from the Rick Edelman Show in Fairfax, Virginia. I hear him on radio. He does um, spots for different radio stations, and he's like, it's Rick Edelman from the Rick Edelman Show here. So I, that's all I know about Rick Edelman. Dr. Asa? Asa? Asia? From the Dr. Asa network? I don't know Dr. Asa. I do see him a lot, though, on the website for Genesis Communications Network when I go over there. So, What is the Talk Media Network? Some, 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 someone explain that to me. Christopher Markowski is over there. Um, number 84. Mark Engados from KTAR-FM in Phoenix. Don't know who either one of those are. I don't know who Mac or Gatos is. Karen Hunter, number 83. 
from Sirius XM. She's a black woman, as Stewie Griffin would say. Um, I would assume she's a liberal. So that's it. Um, John Williams from WGN Chicago. Chicago. John Williams, not to be confused with the conductor John Williams, the guy who did the Star Wars theme song. I don't think that's the same guy. Clyde Lewis, number 81, KXLFM Portland, from the Premier Radio Networks. He's the guy that does Ground Zero. I've heard the show once, and the only reason I heard it once was because I had just got done listening to Savage on some station somewhere, and they switched over to Clyde Lewis, and I heard the bumper, the ground zero with Clyde Lewis, and I turned off. That is a shoot. Um, Simon Conway from Who Des Moines? And WMT in Cedar Rapids. He's an Iowa guy. Emphasis on the call letters. W-H-O. Who? Exactly. Jeffrey Cooner from WRKO in Boston. I've seen the name. I've seen the photo. But that's all I know about the guy. Lincoln Ware from WDBZ. If you're keeping track with us on radio, we are at number 78 on the list of the 100 most influential talk radio guys in the country. Guys and girls. Uh, Lincoln Ware, I would assume, since he's from Cincinnati, he's probably a lib. But that's all I know. Joyce Kaufman from WF. TL number 77. Um, she looks old. <laughs> That's all I know. Alan Stock from KXNT in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, I would assume he's from Vegas. He is conservative. Why is it why is conservative like a big deal out in Vegas? I don't know. We are at number 76 on the list. Don't lose the list as they say. And Sean Hannity advertisement if you're watching us on the stream or if you're watching us on the uh, the deal. Okay, number 75, Heidi Harris from KXNT in Las Vegas. I did some research on the Heidi Harris. I guess she was a former call girl or show girl or something out there in Vegas. She's kind of a perv. I guess she's been there for like 80 billion years. So, uh, so there she is. And as you see on the screen, number 74, yes, your eyes are not playing tricks on you, WNYM New York, the great Saturday Night Live alum, former tough guy from the 1980s, Joe Piscopo. (laughs) If Joe Piscopo is in your list, I should be in your list. (laughs) 
Number 73, McGraw-Millhaven from KTRS in St. Louis. I like his smile. That's pretty much the only thing I know about the guy. Number 72, which shocked me when I originally saw the list, because I figured he would be higher. Roe Khan from the Roe Khan Show. And then, of course, number 71, Larry Elder from the Salem Radio Network. From the Salem Radio Network. Larry Elder, who uh, got fired uh, in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, as uh, the great Tom Likas would say. Tom Griswold from the B&T Network. What in the hell is that? Is that like the Jericho Network, where it's not really a network because it's on Podcast One? I don't know. Mark Davis from KSKY in Dallas. Not to be confused with our former colleague, Mark Davis. Mike Triviciano from WTAM in Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. And apparently his haircut and those glasses do as well. Uh, Tom Sullivan, number number 67 on the list, from Fox News Radio. I've heard Tom Sullivan's show one time. That's all I know. It wasn't bad. Uh, number 66, Mark Belling, W-I-S-N, Milwaukee. The only thing I know about Mark Belling is that he fills in for Rush every once in a while. Sounds like a f- it. And I don't really ever listen to him past the fact that they go, I'm filling in for Rush today, Mark Belling. I usually turn off and go find somebody else to listen to. Number 65, Charlie Brennan. I have pretty much just guaranteed that for the last 25 people, we'll say, roughly, that if they ever heard what I said about them, they wouldn't like me. Uh, Charlie Brennan, KMOX in St. Louis. I didn't know they had talk radio in St. Louis. Uh, Number 64, which I thought he would be higher Steve Dahl from WLS, the legend, the Chicago legend, Steve Dahl, uh, the guy who feuded with Man Cow Mahler in the 80s, I believe. Tom Burrell and David Bellavia from WBEN in Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, here I come. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means to play us out. Well, I don't know who either one of these guys are, but I think Tom Burrell is the guy with the hair. Awesome hair. Uh, Reminds me of that guy from uh, that church here in Hutch who has great hair. Uh, That's all I know about these guys. Um, number 62, the Monsters of the Midway, WTKSFM. First of all, that show's still around. I'm amazed by that. Two, I've heard of them. That's it. Mark Simone checks in at number 61 from WOR in New York. Mark Simone, who frequently fills in for Rush. Uh... I've heard him on Rush a few times, but that's all I know. Not a bad guy. Uh, Harry Hurley from WPGG in Atlantic City. 
Nice smile, but that's all I know about the guy. Chip Franklin from KGO in San Francisco. Chip Franklin. The great Chip Franklin. Uh, I don't know anything about this guy. Uh, Rich Zioali from WPHT in Philadelphia. Steve Dahl isn't higher than this guy? Get out of here. Ethan Berman from KGO in San Francisco. Little fun fact about Ethan Berman. His press people are total pieces of... I have tried to... Ethan Berman's had a book out for a little bit, and I tried to book him on this show. And I've tried through email, through phone calls. I sent a carrier pigeon. Everything I possibly could do. Never could get Ethan Berman booked on the show. I don't know anything about Ethan Berman besides he's got a book. And his press people are notorious pieces of... Then you have Deminsky and Doyle from WKXW in Trenton. Number 56. If you're following along with us on the radio. Um, don't know either one of them, but the Doyle guy, I think, looks like Brett Harris from Wichita. How come he's not on this list? He's not a talk radio guy. Herman Cain from WSB. Um, Herman Cain, uh, number 55, was Neil Bortz's replacement in the, uh, when Bortz retired. Clark Howard, number 54. From the Cox Media Group. Clark Howard, who's still around, used to have a show on Headline News. He uh, he was Dave Ramsey uh, without an agent. Uh, he's he's Dave Ramsey with, with without the, the good agent. That's what I always used to refer to Clark Howard as. Because Dave Ramsey's a huge deal, and Clark Howard does the same thing. But Dave Ramsey's got a better agent. Dan York, or Dan Yorkie from WPRO. How is this guy higher than uh, Neil Bortz? Or not Neil Bortz, because he's not on the radio anymore. Clark Howard. Um, who else? Uh, Dahl. How, how is he? How, even Mark Simone. Number 52, Ron and Don from KIROFM. And... I was sitting in um in fact let me do let me do a quick little search of the Googler here. While well, we're sitting here with Ron and Don. Ron and Don Radio. The Don guy looks um very familiar to me. Ron and Don. Ron Upshaw was born in Mount Vernon, Washington. He's produced instructional DVDs for beginning beekeepers. Uh, Don O'Neill was born in Chicago, raised in New Mexico, where he attended high school with Ron Upshaw. He's currently single and lives in Seattle. Okay, I did not... I I honestly... The Don guy looks like Jim McMahon from the Bears. It's not Jim McMahon, because obviously his name is Don, and that guy's name is Jim. Uh, (laughs) Providing incredible insight. (laughs) Believe me, once we get to people that I know, 
I'll be able to just expound on them. Number 51 is Terry Gross from National Public Radio. She is the one that does the, uh, oh, what's that show she does? I know you people are yelling at your, at your phones and at your TV screens right now. All things considered, that's it. Doesn't she do all things considered? Well, I don't consider them. Number 50, we're halfway through the list. Steve Cochran from WGN Chicago. I've heard of Steve. I don't know why Clark Howard's not higher on the list. Chris Planty from WMALAM. Never in my life heard of this guy. Same thing with Mark Reardon from KMOX in St. Louis. Bernie and Sid from WABC in New York. Bernie and Sid, they used to be on the Imus show. Used to be on the Imus show. Uh, We're going to go out to Phoenix here in a few moments. Uh, Yes, we'll go out to Phoenix here in a few moments. And we'll chat with our guest. In fact, I will call our guest... That is part one of our Talkers Magazine excursion. And we are going to continue this. Um, We'll see if our guest picks the phone up. Pick the phone up, as they say. Linda Radke is going to be our guest here in a few minutes. The phone number is busy, according to the old skip. Story Monsters, this is Linda. Hello, Linda. How are you? It is James Lowe. How are you? I was calling you uh, to get you on the radio program with us. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Pretty good, actually. We've got Linda Radke with us today. She's based in Arizona. She is an award-winning publisher and author, and she joins us here in our big broadcast here on uh, Build, Grow, and Enjoy. This woman just never stops. She's always publishing. She's always writing. She's always in action. She deserves all the kudos she's getting with her magazine aimed at young children. The magazine is Story Monsters, Inc. It's distributed internationally. The latest issue has the famed Stan Lee on the cover with his amazing success story. And in the recent months, Story Monsters, Inc. has featured... Many name personalities on the cover, among them Jamie Lee Curtis, James Patterson, Shaq O'Neal, Henry Winkler, and then the uh, latest issue with Stan Lee on the cover has a big feature story on recent guest George Green, who went into radio management to writing many children's books, and uh, Linda's with us today on the telephone. How how did did you get some of the folks that you have uh, involved in this magazine? Well, number one, we've been very blessed with some incredible... Uh, celebrities and authors, and some actually their publicists contact us, which is quite an honor, and others we've approached. And what's so amazing is that if, um, if we do contact them, oftentimes within minutes we get a yes 
that they want to do the interview. Um, I guess there's so much about supporting literacy for encouraging children, and we're just very fortunate um, to have them on board with us. And Stan Lee doing the interview is such wonderful timing because Story Monsters LLC for the first time is going to be at Phoenix Comic Con. We're going to have two booths. Wow. And it's just, it's just such wonderful timing to help support literacy to the families and children that will be attending Phoenix Comic Con. Fantastic. Well, I'll tell you, these, I've been to these Comic Cons before. They, they are amazing. It, it is, you've never seen that many freaking people in one spot. <laughs> it is, it is, it is absolutely amazing. We've got Linda Radke with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. Now, um, kind of talk to me about the current state of publishing in the U.S. What's in, what's not? Well, you know, that's a pretty loaded question. I can talk about it from my point of view because I've been involved in publishing books for over 30 years. And a couple of years ago, I shifted big time to doing this magazine, Story Monsters, Inc. But I think that it's just so important having children involved with writing, with publishing, with creativity, and having materials and authors and great books to, um, you know, take them down that path and encourage them. And, and I'll give you an example. We have a program called Story Monsters Approved. And the unique thing about it is it's a panel of kids. It's kid-tested and judge-certified. And if they, each book is judged on its own merit, and if it earns enough points in each category, then it becomes Story Monsters Approved. And so, again, I don't know that I could speak for the, for the industry. I can just speak for my involvement in the industry for the past 31-plus years. We've got Linda Radke with us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. She joins us live here on our big program to discuss uh, just the publishing industry and also uh, talking about her nationally acclaimed children's literacy magazine. It's going to be making its Phoenix Comic Con debut, and she's with us today here on our big broadcast. Now, um, the the state of publishing, uh, what, what, what kind of predictions can you make about the publishing world? You know, boy, that again, that I am hoping that the printed world of books is going to thrive. While I love technology and kids and folks of all ages are addicted to it, I'm hoping that that printed book still becomes something that uh, they crave and they desire. But basically, to keep up with the industry, I think it's very important to have different options available, from the printed to the e-books, um, having it uh, on websites and iPhones and iPads. I think it's so important to accommodate the different avenues for reaching the young readers of today. And in Story Monsters, Inc., we also encourage children to get their works published. And with parent or guardian permission, they could submit anything that they've written, whether it's poetry, a short story, whether um, whatever it is that their desire is in terms of writing, 
It's from grades K through 12. We encourage them to submit their works. We also encourage them to submit their, if they do a drawing or they do photography, if that's the way they enjoy communicating. We hope that the teachers and parents will encourage them to submit their works. It is Linda Radke. She joins us today here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border, on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. She joins us today here on our big program. And uh, the, uh, the Linda Radke has been involved in a, in a lot of the world of publishing for a long time. And uh, you, you guys are going to be uh, displaying your wares in Arizona in, in case some of the listeners are in the neck of the colonies. Um Tell us a little bit about this this Comic-Con experience you're going to be doing. Well, I'm very excited about it, and Story Monster is thrilled. Our Story Monster character is going to make some guest appearances. And we also have um, a really fun cutout of Story Monster where we're encouraging families and parents and costume characters to stop by our booth and hashtag get caught reading, hashtag caught reading, because our whole goal is to encourage children of all ages to read, and we're going to be taking some fun pictures and possibly some videos when they come by and see some of the great books we have available for sale, and they can read through it, they can read copies of Story Monsters, Inc., and we encourage them to get caught reading at our booth at Phoenix Comic Con. We've got Linda Radke with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, part of uh, Story Monsters, Inc., they're going to be at uh, the uh, Phoenix Comic Con. Now, um, how did you guys come up with the idea for for the magazine and and everything surrounding it? You know, having been involved in book publishing and having a strong focus for children and books for children of all ages, we create performance puppets that go along with a lot of our books for children, like for Rattlesnake Rules, we have a Big Mama Rattlesnake, for Gator Gator Second Grader, um, we have a pet, a gerbil, that's a puppet, and over the years I decided I wanted to create a puppet that was generic for any author, any book, and thus was the creation of a story monster, and then... People had such a strong attraction to our story monster puppet and costume character. Then we developed the Story Monsters Approved Program. And because I've, as a publisher, I've always wanted to do a magazine, but it had to be the right idea and the right time. And then I thought of doing a magazine, and, and then it was born, Story Monsters, Inc., and in this case, it's I-N-K. And that's kind of the history behind it. And from the very first issue, before it was even published, we had publicists representing famous celebrities and authors contacting us and wanting to have their author or celebrity featured in our magazine. It was just, I guess, meant to be. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live. Linda Radke is on the line. And uh, uh, Linda, being involved in, uh, in, in publishing a magazine and everything else, take us through some of the trials and tribulations of that. Of publishing? Yes, indeed. I think that... You bet, I'd be happy to. I think that one of the challenges I've always had is that I always try to be honest 
when I'm talking to a potential author. I try to give them realistic expectations. But along those lines, I encourage them to take professional guidance and advice because no matter how great their idea might be, if, if their expertise, and maybe they're a doctor, maybe they're a lawyer, regardless of their profession, if their expertise is not in publishing, but ours is. And so it doesn't mean you have to listen to every single bit of advice. But sometimes, and there's nothing wrong with cutting corners, but if you cut the wrong corner, it could cost you distribution. It could cost you a review. And there's nothing, you know, like I said, there's nothing more exciting than having your book come out and nothing more frustrating because all of a sudden the, the, you're either not getting your book reviewed or you're not liking what they have to say because you didn't either, A, listen to professional advice or you didn't seek it. Linda Radke with us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. She joins us live talking about the publishing industry and uh, also uh, talking about Story Monsters, Inc. Now, uh, it's going to be making its uh, Comic-Con debut. Uh, t- t- tell us about the uh, the process of that. Uh, how, how did you get uh, hooked up with the Comic-Con folks? Well, actually, an author that I'm associated with, with... Uh, the National Federation of Press Women made me aware that she was going to be there, and I thought, you know what? This sounds like a great place where families and children and adults of all ages, to me it seems like the perfect match for meeting what we're doing with the audience that's going to be there. But I want to give kudos to, we do something called a cooperative display, because as you can imagine, doing any event You need a professional budget. So we're very excited about, we're representing about 40 different authors. Some are Story Monster approved authors. Some are Royal Dragonfly or Purple Dragonfly award winners. And you know what? We're showing their book. We are giving away each day, it's four days, 125 greenie bags. The greenie bag, which, of course, is Story Monsters' favorite color, is going to have a free issue of Story Monsters, Inc. It's going to have a free book called, a, a free book in there. It's going to have lots of marketing materials and bookmarks and door hangers. And, again, it's just our way of reaching out and hoping families will encourage their children to want to read. We've got Linda Radke with us today. She joins us live. Story Monsters Inc. is the uh, latest from her, and uh, and and working on Story Monsters Inc. Tell us a little bit about some of the different things that you've been uh, you, you've been doing, some of the people you've been meeting, uh, things of that nature. You bet. You know, first off, with the celebrities from Stan Lee to Henry Winkler to Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, it's just amazing. We did an event at the Children's Museum of Phoenix with Christy Yamaguchi and Larry Fitzgerald. We had our story monster character. We had one of our great authors, Conrad Storad, there. They had over a, they had a thousand Title I kindergarten students there. And again, it's just amazing because celebrities like Christy Yamaguchi, authors like Conrad Storad, and, of course, Larry Fitzgerald 
with their support and being for literacy, and they're just such incredible role models for children of all ages, and it really helps bring it together. We've got Linda Radke with us today. Now, after this uh, this Comic-Con experience, what's next for you guys? Well, a couple of things. We are going to be with Story Monster at the Payson Book Festival in Payson, Arizona. It's in July, and you can visit our website to learn more about it or catch us on Facebook um, at Story Monsters, and there will be details and whatnot. And, again, be sure you bring your cameras because you want to get caught reading with Story Monster. And one of the things that I wanted to mention about what's, what we're involved with now and in the future, we have a campaign called Hashtag Caught Reading, and we are encouraging parents and teachers with guardian permission to take videos of their students, their children caught reading, and send it to us. And we have something on YouTube for hashtag caught reading. Again, it's just all about bringing about the excitement and the thrill and the fun and inspiration to encourage children to keep reading, to keep writing, and to getting published. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Linda Radke joins us here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Um, uh, Linda, the, uh, the the publishing world is always uh, an interesting world. What, 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 what's been some of your experiences? You know, I've seen a lot of changes over the years. And the foundation for everything that I believe in is quality, not just to publish anything but for there to be a purpose and a reason behind it. I think it's so important, and I carry over that strong value and tradition with Story Monsters, Inc. magazine. I think one of the greatest things that I am most proud of is the team that surrounds me, from my editor-in-chief, Christy Bertini, to Patty Crane, who is our, our, our works with developing our webs, uh, Jeff Yesh, who is our designer uh, for the magazine, uh, Chris Taft-Miller, who designs a lot of our ads in the magazine. She's not only doing it for us, but she also works like for Disney. I am surrounded by talent, and without them, it would not be what it is. And from my, my reporters, it's just, it's just an amazing team. It's just an amazing team. Linda Radke with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. And Linda, as we uh, let you go this week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, where can we pick up Story Monsters, Inc. and uh, get involved with you? Well, a couple of things. Story Monsters, Inc. is distributed... Uh, with a lot of the school, school subscription services, that's number one. They can go to storymonsters.com. Please go in there, support the magazine, subscribe to it. It's published monthly. It's just $39 a year. And with every new subscription, you get a free Story Monster plush toy. So storymonsters.com, the best way to connect with us. We've got Linda Radke with us today, and uh, good luck at the Comic-Con. I hope you make some new friends, my friend. Thank you. Well, uh, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you, Linda. You, You too.
Appreciate it. Linda Radke with us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. That wraps it up, and uh, we are going to take a uh, brief break. And uh, that wraps it up here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. We're going to take a brief break and come back with more here. Hello, everybody. I'm Kip Marlowe, author of The Entrepreneur's Success and Sacrifice. If you're interested in starting a business, growing your current one, or just need some inspiration, this is the book for you. Learn the secrets of success from entrepreneurs like Arlene Neen, who just started her seventh company at the age of 96. Order it at ecrsuccess.com or at Amazon and learn 22 stories of ordinary people who became wildly successful. It could change your life. Today's podcast is brought to you by Amazon. It's really easy to support the Jiggy Jaguar experience before you shop on Amazon. And we all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. Check out audibletrial.com slash jaguar. For you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jaguar for your free audiobook. But an incredible new marketing partner on Transmedia Worldwide, Change of Heart, a film by Pickle Ticklick Video Club. That's right. A love story about two women torn apart too soon. Let's tell you a little bit about this. Check out Indiegogo.com. With this film, we hope to remind people that it wasn't long ago that gay marriage was illegal. And the LGBT community were second-rate citizens with limited legal recourse. Through change of heart, we will relieve a moment prior to legalized marriage in the United States. Leading character, Becky, must overcome the limitations placed on her by society, as well as make a life-altering decision regarding her loved one. Check it out on Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Change of Heart, a film. Check it out today. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. We've got an incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. Q-L-I-P-P is the ultimate tennis performance sensor. It measures every part of your stroke, analyzing the spin, speed, and sweet spot accuracy of each shot. Designed to improve your game with the most advanced analytics possible, check out igg.me slash at slash Q-L-I-P-P. Oh, that's right. It's an amazing, amazing new product. Check out igg.me slash at slash Q-L-I-P-P. Now, the Jiggy Jaguar Show on JiggyJaguar.com. Oh, it's a hell of a deal today. We have got our good friend Frank Vernuccio from USA Gov Policy can join us here on the phone in just a few seconds. Get a hold of us over there at JiggyJaguar.com. Also, 
iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com. Tune in as well. And we bring in our good friend, Mr. Frank Fernuccio. Frank, how are you, sir? James, it's great to be with you. Now, uh, Frank, give us an update on what's been going on in the Middle East with uh, Donald Trump and uh, the, the president's trip over there. Well, it's only been lightly reported in the media, but actually the returns from the Middle East trip seem to be vast so far. We're talking about a $350 billion investment in the American economy, truly a significant result. And the optics, of course, of having 50 heads of Islamic countries sitting in a room listening to both President and Saudi King Salman talk about peace, talk about renouncing terrorism, absolutely an amazing week in the Middle East. And, of course, the fact that President Trump uh, flew from Riyadh to, uh, to Israel, the first time that ever happened, a flight of that sort, truly was groundbreaking. It's clear that a paradigm shift has occurred in the Middle East. Um, we see that the Middle East countries now have returned or have restored respect for the United States and are focusing now in what is their real enemy, which, of course, is the Iranian state. Um, in contrast to the visit, I believe, in 2009 by President Obama, where the uh, Saudi officials didn't even greet him at the airport, we saw a rather hero's welcome for President Trump. Clearly, the need for the United States to return its influence in the Middle East has been recognized by Middle Eastern countries, and it does seem that's going to have extraordinary benefits for the West. We've got Frank Fernuccio with us today. Now, uh, there was, <laughs> and, and I, I just, I don't understand some, some, sometimes when, when people post things online and some of the different deals. Explain to me what the hell this picture was that I keep seeing all over social media of, of Trump and these, and these guys with their hands on this like crystal ball or this orb or, or what, what, what the heck was this? Have you seen this? <laughs> I have seen that. Um, I couldn't tell you the, the exact significance, except, of course, to show that the uh, leaders of the various heads of state uh, were united in their view that, that there's a, a need to come together to solve issues which affect countries in all parts of the world. Yeah. And again, when you look at the audience, the 50 nations, one of the folks in attendance was Abbas, the head of the Palestinian Authority. Now, one would have expected in past times when the president started talking about a lot of the policies about fighting terrorism and coming together, uh, that a boss would have probably gotten up and walked out. The fact that he did not is extraordinary. These are really paradigm shifts in that part of the world, and it's something that we should be very optimistic about. It is Frank Fernuccio. He joins us today here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, on iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com as well. And, uh, Frank, the, the, there has also been, uh, after this, uh, the, this terrorist situation that, uh, terrorism that happened the other day, um, what, 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 what do you make of, uh, immigrants and some of the challenges that they're gonna have now, uh, w especially, uh, being from that part of the country after all this terrorism and stuff's taking place? Well, James, there have been 17 major terrorist attacks in Europe uh, in the past, oh, 17 years. Uh, the fact of the matter is that's only half the story, if that. 
fact that crime has skyrocketed in Europe as a result of the immigration from the Middle East. Now, part of the explanation for that is the demographics of those who have emigrated to Europe. We're not talking about a traditional immigration pattern of families coming together, um, or even of men of all ages. Forty-two percent, James, of the immigrants who have come to Europe from the Middle East are military-aged young men. Yes. That's not an immigration. That's an invasion. Yes. And we see that (laughs) reflected particularly in the crime patterns. We've heard the terrible stories about what's happening in Germany. Um, Sweden, for example, used to be one of the most peaceful countries in Europe. Uh, Their rate of rape over the past several decades has increased by over 1,400%. It's changed the very nature of that country. You have to wonder when the European nations are going to wake up and realize what's happened to them. It's Frank Vernuccio. He joins us today here on our big broadcast. Now, uh, what do you have coming up on the uh, radio broadcast this weekend? Well, we, we have two uh, big guests. We have a Brian Crabtree, of course, who is the publisher of Talk 4.0 and a contributor to Town Hall. He's going to talk about that incredible story dealing with Seth Rich. And Seth Rich, you might recall, was a DNC staffer who it's believed was the one, not the Russians, by the way, but Seth Rich, who passed information from the DNC uh, to WikiLeaks that was rather embarrassing for the Clinton campaign. Now, the motive for that appears to be that Mr. Rich uh, was very angry at the way the DNC was warping the process of the primaries in favor of Hillary Clinton against Bernie Sanders. And that in and of itself is a significant road that essentially some prosecutor at some point is going to have to look at because clearly the DNC breached its fiduciary duty to the people who uh, were supporting the DNC in using their resources to, uh, to change the primary process so that they guaranteed a Hillary Clinton victory. Frank, you always have great guests. You always have great insight. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you next week. Have yourself a happy holiday weekend. Thank you for our next discussion. Definitely. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk soon. Frank Fernuccio with us today. It's almost like he had a, he had a pre-prepared, delivered line there. Uh, <laughs> that wraps it up for our world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast. Coast to coast, border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, a brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. JiggyJaguar.us. We will see you next time.